Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So... Didn't I tell you on Wednesday that you should never trust the weatherman? Did I say I was trusting the weatherman? No, I you didn't. You told me you it turned. wasn't going to rain anymore. You told, I told me you, it wasn't going to rain anymore. I did not say that. I told you the weather channel said it wasn't going to rain anymore. So if you chose to believe that, then that's you believing the idiot weatherman, not me. I never believed the weatherman, ever. I don't believe him even when it's raining and he says it's raining. I don't believe him. <laughs> So, <laughs> Toria, tell us who, who the smiling face is that I see uh, in our little squadcast window. I think it's Jackson, but I'm not sure because it's been so long since we saw him because he can't stop standing us up for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was right on time today. Hi, Jackson. That's a first. Hi, Toriosaurus. <laughs> so today, we're going to talk about a subject that's kind of near and dear to my heart, but not really, but I like it. And I kind of gave away where we're going to go with this, sort of, but hey, YouTube. Jackson, you know, this is take two of this show, and you were telling us a minute ago what it is you like and dislike about YouTube. So take it away and tell us what you like and dislike about YouTube. All right. So discussing this topic involves mentioning current events. So as we're all aware, yet maybe not interested in it necessarily, there, you know, the Democrats are trying to basically kill Trump's entire just presidency. My personal opinion is it's a, it's, a, it's a whole farce. I don't really, I think they're all fucking morons, but that's besides the point. Um, so with YouTube, one video I have paused right now is by Kimberly Strassel. Uh, and the video title is The Resurgence of Socialism. So I'm trying to really inform myself about certain ideas because I'm seeing a lot of people follow along these talking points that, you know, Trump did this personal gain. So I'm not trying to necessarily debate, I'm not trying to necessarily debate the, the group into this topic, but I utilize YouTube specifically for learning purposes. I not like not to be harsh, although I don't really care if I am harsh. I really couldn't give a shit about like people's vlogs. Like the reason why is simple. Like why would I watch someone else live their life when I can go out and do things on my own? I mean, I think one of the last things on YouTube I saw was this. Actually, no, it was Facebook. I saw this on Facebook, but the point is, it's a video. Uh, this guy is Russian. He was doing a prank. He had a permit for it. He was going around and arguing with, with a woman in public. And when she when she rebuttaled and, and didn't agree, as a prank, he would smash her head with a, with a broken glass bottle and people would lose their mind. 
and it <laughs> it's so horrible but you know like i feel like youtube is people trying to get attention and i feel like it's people trying to make you know themselves popular and like that just doesn't really you know interest me maybe later it will but right now i'm interested in ideas and i'm interested in you know learning about our history i mean earlier i was listening to a video just explaining how our constitution works you know how the declaration of independence works um i care about things that i think a lot of millennials don't give a shit about because i'm a critical thinker so i don't really enjoy you know like people who stream for example i don't i mean i might watch them for two seconds but yeah i don't I grasp that don't give a shit like i you know there's only so many things i'm interested in once and so youtube to me is i like to listen to people talk about things that are going on and that's really it right now i mean i really enjoy conservative ideas i recently discovered i'm a core conservative i went from being a market skeptic with core conservative i credit ben shapiro he everything he said almost everything he says just kind of just sits well with me and to my surprise people think i'm an asshole because i'm a conservative and it's like well you know like you're the one who's in your feelings not me like i'm just being a person like if you don't agree with me like that's cool who cares what they think? Nobody should care what they think. But let me let me interrupt you for a second before we get too far off the beaten path, because we're talking about YouTube, yeah, not yeah, about conservative yeah. ideology, which I actually despise. So let's keep. I'm not liberal, though. Let me just put it that way. I did not vote for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton in the last election, and I did vote. <laughs> you know, you mentioned you mentioned uh, the streamers, and you know, I, I've always wondered what the hell that's all about because to me, it's you know, like my I have. A 25-year-old son who, when he was like four years old and couldn't even read, would learn how to um, navigate certain Nintendo video games by looking through these really colorful, almost comic book-like books that would show maps of things, and he would memorize it. And then, uh, like, it was amazing to us that he could navigate through this thing. And, oh, you got to jump over this thing to find this, and you got to do this. He knew everything at, like, four years old. Then I have two younger ones one <clears throat> well they're not young, that much younger now one's 17 and one's 15 um and they used to play minecraft all the time and all they would do is watch the damn people streaming their minecraft games and i'd like i don't get it what the hell and i say, oh we learned dad we learned how to do things by by watching this all right you know maybe i can buy that but i'm with you like i've tried like they wanted me to play Minecraft with them, and they're terrible at teaching me how to play the stupid game. And it's one of those stupid games that makes zero sense unless someone tells you what the hell you're supposed to do. So they're like, oh, watch this video. I, I got 30 seconds in, and I was like, if I have to watch this, I'd rather shoot myself in the head. Jesus. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was the worst garbage. Like, why do I care what this guy's doing? But anyway, I'm with you on something, though. I like YouTube for entertainment and for knowledge and so like you know you want to find out about um any topic you know learn and actually learn something you can do that but okay but we'll come back to the learning idea in a minute because there's i'm worried about something about learning from youtube Uh, the second thing though that i like about youtube is entertainment because i tend to like and toria tends to like like news shows like real drama kind of you know real life drama kind of shows and so like 60 minutes, for instance, I don't have an hour to watch all, all three of their segments because two of them probably don't even interest me. But by having it on YouTube, I can watch just the one segment that I like. And 
I can also kind of binge watch those because it'll go from one to another to another to another. And you can but, watch the Canadian one and the Australian one and the UK one. Right. And you just widen your, I mean, I found out a lot, so much stuff about other countries watching YouTube, but my fear about learning from YouTube is the same thing that people used to say when blogs started to become a source for news. How do you know the person that's teaching you knows what the fuck they're talking about? So here, okay. So another, another thing. So, I'm also, there's also a video I have, I haven't started yet. The video is entitled why you should never in all caps, ask a narcissist why it's by a doctor. She's just like, she's just like, I, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like this, this is, this is a, this is a very interesting thing. I'm, I'm noticing about a lot of people. Um, a lot of people question things to the point where it's like, okay, you're asking questions that are actually just not really getting anywhere. Like you're, it, it almost seems like a, it seems like a lot of people out there are really interested in questioning rather than accepting what's likely true. So it's like, if a doctor is, t is explaining narcissism and you don't know anything about it, what, like, I mean, it's okay to ask why, but like just to, to then doubt what you're hearing is, is actually, it's actually, it's actually kind of silly. It's like, you know, it's like, well, I don't really like this. So therefore I think it's probably it's like, no, you disliking it doesn't mean, doesn't mean the person's wrong. It means you dislike what you're hearing. So I like, it goes back to persuasion. Like, you know, when I hear someone, when I hear someone making an emotional argument, I tend to be just a bit like I'm just like eh, cool. Like you didn't say anything else. You didn't you didn't use facts. You just used your emotions. So I'm turned off. Like you're like how you feel is irrelevant. I want to know what you know. So you can certainly ask questions, but you know I mean it's like if you don't you know I just I I just find it silly to ask too many questions. I mean you can you can. But, but, but I think you're missing my point. It isn't about not liking the, the content and deciding that the person doesn't know what they're talking about. It starts from, all right, I'm, I'm going to want, like you mentioned a minute ago, you know, learned how our constitution works by a YouTube video. So I go to the YouTube and I type in United States constitution and I get all these hits. How do I know which video to pick? And how do I know that when I pick the video that the person is actually going to know what the heck they're talking about? Now, I have an answer to that. I do. I have an answer to that, but I'm not going to give it to you yet. Um, Toria, how would you figure it out? I wouldn't because I really hate watching videos on that kind of shit. I can read it 97,000 times faster than I can watch it. So I go and I find like some scholarly article on the topic and I go read that takes me half as much time and I learn twice as much. That's how. So what's your feeling about YouTube? It's a crap shack. I don't <laughs> like it at all. She doesn't like YouTube. If I want alone time, I just put YouTube on and she leaves. She I goes disappear. away. It's, it's weird. But, <laughs> but Jackson, on the other hand, is basically saying, like me, that he likes to learn from YouTube. It sounds like he gets a little bit of entertainment from the, um, the pranksters that he was talking about. And I like those two. They're funny. Um, but see, what I do is I watch a couple of videos on the topic because if the experts agree, well, then they probably are right. Um, and that's the same thing I do because, you know, you look up your, quote, scholarly article. I love that you had to add scholarly to that. Um, I had to exclude blog posts since you already bashed them. And it's true that they're 98 percent of the time it's crap. Well, yeah, I mean, I've written them myself and I could say whatever I want. And... Plus, I'm not going to read like 
some 99% biased bullshit media piece. So well, that's the thing though. That's what it's become in this world is now we, you know, we want instant gratification. So we go online and we look something up, we listen to a video, we read a scholarly article, and then we start telling our friends that they're wrong about the topics that they're talking about. And then we come to find out that we're embarrassed by what we watched because we were wrong. So okay. scholarly article, how do you know it's a scholarly article? What, what, who, who are your favorite authors about the constitution, for instance? How would I have a favorite author exactly. about something I don't know anything That's about? exactly my point. However, I will tell you that Google has an entire search feature specifically searching scholarly articles. But what makes them a scholarly article? Published by somebody who is a perceived expert in the field with credentials to back it up. All right. Do you ever check, do you ever check what they have to say? What do you mean what they have to well, say? Well, you're reading an article about something and they're telling you, here's the three points. One, two, three. Now you've learned about this topic. You're now, you're now on your way to being an expert. You are now on your way to being informed. How do you know you're not being misinformed? Because they're full of citations to like, I would assume if you were reading something about the constitution, for example, that it would be full of citations to government websites and historical documents, etc. To be fair, the scholarly articles that I generally read are sciencey things. So they have reference to like other studies Blah 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 things like that. Okay. Because I don't give a shit about the U.S. government. But you cross reference. But you cross reference things, and and what I look at sometimes, yeah. and I know even this doesn't mean shit, but how many views has it gotten, and how many people give it a thumbs up versus a thumbs down? You know, most of if it's bull crap, it's probably going to get a thumbs down. But what do you do, Jackson? How do you determine what? Um, you're going to trust and what you're not. It's an interesting question. Um, you know, I have, I have knowledge, you know, just like everyone else. Some of my knowledge is a lot more powerful because it's based on facts, not based on what I think is true. I would say just, I mean, sometimes you just kind of, sometimes you just are aware that it's true. You know, you don't, you know, you don't have to sit there and be like, is social and bad. You're like, you just, it's just, yeah, it's bad. It's not, it doesn't look at Venezuela. It's obviously bad. Like, no matter what anyone says, they don't know what they're talking about. It's obviously not going to help anybody live a better life. Like capitalism, but that's eh, an it's opinion. more factual than his opinion. I mean, it's just people in Venezuela can't really find food. Like they're literally, I mean, it's just. But is that a product of being in Venezuela or is that a product of the socialism? It's like people don't understand. Like capitalism is like, like America is great because of conservatism principles. Like I just, I don't understand why people are so welcoming of social it's like it's it's clearly a toxic ideology it's clearly not going to make life better it's going to be a lot more just sad i mean it's almost stupid to talk about to me i just don't get why people are so into it like but conservative ideals are extremely toxic in some forms so no, they're, they're, they're harsh but they're not toxic i mean toxic absolutely toxic in some points what do you find toxic? and i'm fully aware that that's my opinion what do you find toxic I'd have to go look at a list, but I've seen them. Okay. And well, I know you're going to call it a cop-out, but it's okay. No, it's not a cop-out. I, I get it. Here's a simple example of a conservative principle. America's freedom is rooted in military strength. It's not rooted in diplomacy. Diplomacy is part of dealing with people, but it's not rooted in – It's not our, our freedom is not rooted in diplomacy. It's rooted in the fact that our military strength is the, really? most, is the strongest in the entire world. You really, you, yep. really believe, you really believe that. That's not a fact. Mm -hmm. That is not a fact. 
hundred percent. It's not a fact. That's, that's when 100%. was the last time our country was um, invaded by a foreign country? Think when was the last time? Awesome. Quick. 1812. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and <laughs> I knew the answer to that question and we're, because you know who invaded and, Canada. <laughs> so, so, all right. So where, how does our military strength help us remain free? Without hyperbole, without opinion, how does it make us remain free? I mean, we we don't get invaded. Why don't we get invaded? I'm almost confused as to why the question's even. Well, let me unconfuse you. You stated that we have this freedom because of our military strength. And my, see, to me, that would mean, that's like, okay, let me break it into a simpler situation. Say I'm a big, tough dude. Say I'm a big, tough dude. And people say, oh, that guy over there, no one ever messes with him. He can do whatever he wants because of his brute strength. And you can see it in action. Nobody ever messes with that person because he has brute strength. But then some other guy comes along and says, I'm going to challenge this guy. And they start a fight. Well, what if big, strong guy who can do anything loses the fight? Is what the people said before true? No, it's not. Because he can't do anything because he got his ass handed to him in a fight. It's just that he looked big, and so they didn't mess with him. The reason we don't get invaded is because there's no real easy way to surround this country. I mean, what are you going to do? Get Canada, Mexico, and the two oceans to agree to allow uh, foreign troops to invade? I don't think so. That's why we don't get invaded. It has nothing to do with military strength. We misuse our military by being police officers around the whole fucking world and getting involved in shit we shouldn't get involved in. Why are we in Syria? Why why are we in Iraq? Why are we in the Middle East? Why are we anywhere but here? See, if our military strength was what kept us free, we would be fending off invaders, and we don't fend off invaders. No, that's my problem right there. There's no allegedly it happened. People doubt this because they, they're, they're skeptical. And they, was he really the leader? There's stories the out story. there now he, saying he, that he, he wasn't. He's dead. Why, why, are, why are people still thinking about it? And we're back to opinion. But but that's the point. Then you're back to an opinion because if if how is that an, opi- okay. how is that an opinion? What if Trump gets impeached and removed from office and then gets killed, and someone says, "I just killed the leader of the United States." Is he really the leader of the United States? No, he was the leader of the United States. Then at the time he was killed, he was no longer the leader of the United States. Well, the stories that have come out are saying that this guy was no longer the head of ISIS and was no longer in charge of anything that had to do with ISIS. And we killed him. That's not disputed. I agree. He's dead. But was he really the leader of ISIS? I'm not so sure of that. And what does that have to do with freedom and military strength? I'm curious. Because I'm not going to let you escape that. you got to answer that. How is our military strength keeping us free? Our peace is rooted in our military strength. It's not through diplomacy. It's our, our, this, our peace. Simple. But Canada is peaceful and has no military strength. And it has nothing to do with the United States having brute military strength right next to it. Because Russia, if they wanted to... They could walk on over and fuck up all of Canada. Easily. So. 
So that's what I'm, I mean, I'm not saying you're right or wrong. See, this, I like is, to play this, is, this, this is my, this is like my trouble with, with a lot of mentalities. Like, well, but see, I want to put it to you since you're stopping. I'm just going to say that this is what you're doing is my trouble with a lot of mentalities. It's I heard something. So therefore it's true. Um, I believe this. So therefore it's true. My opinion is this. So therefore it's a fact. We had an episode. I don't know how long ago, maybe two, three weeks ago about people who turn their opinion into fact and they tell you, oh, I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. But what you also are entitled to do is remember that it's an opinion and not a fact. Facts have actual evidence to back them up. You have not yet been able to back up your opinion. Oh, I said you it's can't possible have an to incorrect have a correct opinion? opinion. It's also possible to have an incorrect opinion. There's such things as objective truth and your truth is not override objective truth. I mean, that's kind of my trouble. Like, what is wrong with accepting that we killed the leader of ISIS? What is wrong with saying he was a leader of ISIS? Like, what, like, what, like, what's the dispute with that statement? The fact that because what if he wasn't? The fact that many people are saying many people who know better are saying he was not the leader of ISIS. Why is it important that we killed the leader of ISIS? ISIS is a terrorist organization. That's why it's important. You said objective evidence, right? Do you know what objective evidence actually is? It's information based on facts that can be proved. Who asserted that we didn't kill the leader of ISIS? Who is asserting this as, as their counter? I'm curious. Many intelligence agencies across the world, including our own. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, possi I mean, it's possible. Objective evidence, but that's what I, I really love that you use that word. But I really love that you use that word because objective evidence, I'm going to show you something. See this right here? People, I'm sorry, it's a podcast. You can't see it, but I'm holding up a Starbucks cup. And you know how I know it's a Starbucks cup? Because it has a Starbucks logo and it's a cup. You know how I know it's a cup? Because I've seen other cups. So I have objective evidence in my hand that this is a cup from Starbucks. You are using the term objective evidence to sound like, well, because you don't agree with it, it doesn't make it not true. You're right. Just because I don't agree with it doesn't make it not true. But just because you believe it doesn't make it true. And that's the point I'm trying to get you to understand is you're assuming right away and you're actually kind of falling right into what society as a whole does all the time. I've, t I've ranted about this all the time and I'm about to rant about it again because it's so clear with what you've said. You stated an opinion that our freedom is based on our military strength. I challenged you on that. So then you changed it to our peace is based off of our military strength. So then I challenged you on that. You then changed it to peace is why. Then you said that it was we killed the leader of ISIS. So I challenged that because all of those things are not objective facts. It's not objective evidence. You don't have anything you can show me that I can look at that can show me that that's the truth. But I have to, could go and get you, if I had the time right now, to go look up all of the articles from all of the intelligence agencies from Britain, France, Germany, that say he was not the leader of ISIS anymore. And that's objective evidence. And what happens is people think that because someone disagrees with them that they're saying their other person is wrong. Well, if I disagree with you, that doesn't mean I'm saying you're wrong in everything that you have to say, I'm merely disagreeing with you on that point. And it's okay when someone disagrees with you, if you suddenly go, you know what? They're right, it's not that. To change your mind and give a different opinion. It's also okay to back up and say, you know what, I was wrong. Being wrong is okay. That's how we learn, is by being wrong and then being corrected. 
So what's the definition of freedom? Like the actual definition? Because I have it here. Making, your, me, making you choices for yourself would be the most basic way I can think of freedom. Freedom is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants. And here's the key. Without hindrance or restraint. You said we have freedom, but it's limited. Then we don't have freedom because freedom doesn't have anything hindering it. There's no restraint. Freedom is, freedom is I can go outside and I can say whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want, and that's freedom. Freedom is not I can say whatever fuck I want, but then I can get arrested for it. It almost sounds like you're describing chaos because if everyone just does what the fuck they want, there's no rules anymore. Everyone just does what the fuck they want and doesn't have, there's like, there's no problem anymore. It's like, that would be, that seems like it's insane to me. True freedom is being allowed to do what you want and letting society set the rules. We used to have an education system that was one of the best in the world. You know why? Because local areas decided what was important to teach those kids. And now we have a terrible education system because our government at the top, the federal government, dictates to the local people what to teach kids. How the hell do they know what kids need in Nebraska versus Texas versus California? They don't. And that's the point. Let society decide. Then you'll see freedom because then you'll be able to do the things that your area of the world thinks is okay. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you something that might surprise you. I don't think they should legalize marijuana in the United States. I think they should decriminalize marijuana in the United States. And that's a very huge distinction because legalizing it means every state is forced to allow it. Decriminalizing it means every state gets to decide, is it going to be okay there or not? If we didn't have freedom, that's how it should okay, be. I couldn't wake up and go and walk across the street without someone telling me to stop doing it. That's what a lack of freedom is. Just because it's not against the rules doesn't mean it's freedom. Y'all are funny. Who are you to say I'm wrong? I wouldn't say you were wrong if you said you wanted to do whatever you want to do. That's freedom. You for just define yeah. freedom now. No, it's freedom for everybody that they get to do what they want. If you get to do what you want, I get to do what I want. She gets to do what she wants. The other guy gets to do what he wants. That's freedom. Freedom is not, well, you can do this, but only this far. That's not freedom. By definition, it is not freedom. You know, when we when we have conversations and we have discussions, it's very important to define your terms. Very important. And why is that? Because what if I started saying to you that I'm speaking into a tree? You're going to be like, what are you talking about? You're speaking into a microphone. No, I'm speaking into a tree. Because maybe to me, microphone is tree. But if I don't define that term for you, you'll never understand what I'm saying. So when we're talking about freedom, the very first thing you have to do in order to have that discussion is to have a definition. Because once you have the definition, then you can keep pointing back to it and go, well, does your example fit that definition? No, it doesn't. Then you got to throw it out. Does that example fit the definition? Yes, it does. That gets to stay. Does that example fit? No, it doesn't. It gets thrown out. If it doesn't fit the definition, then it's not freedom. Are you saying whatever you want on this podcast? Am I saying whatever I want on a podcast? Of course I am. So I have the freedom to say whatever I want on a podcast until someone doesn't like what I said about them. And then they sue me and I lose everything that I have. Even though it's my podcast, there's still restraints. Guess what? If I don't put an E for explicit on this episode, when I put it out, Apple will take it down. If it happens a second time, they'll take my whole show down.
It's that simple. If it happens with what, two shows what you're that trying I own, to argue is it, take what you're trying to shows. argue is a society that doesn't have consequences, which is not rational. No, I'm not. Did you not hear me? You see, you're setting up straw man arguments and you're putting words in my mouth, like saying that I think that someone should be able to go outside and say nigger. I never said that. I also never said there shouldn't be um, any kind of controls in society. I, you should, society. You're saying freedom should be where there's no constraint, right? Correct. Yes. Let no, no, no. You can't. You cannot. You cannot have that good. part if you have no constraints. If you have no, if you have no, if you have no constraints, no. Sure you can. Sure you can. You know why? No your, constraints my rights mean no one can decide anything. Your rights end. Your rights end. No. Your rights no. No. No constraints. Means no one can have any control. That's what no constraints is. No, you're wrong about that. Did you not hear me in the beginning of this show? When you're in your place, you get to do whatever you want. Dude, you could run around naked. You could bang your dog for all I care. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to tell you what it, that it's right. I'm not going to tell you that it's wrong. You get to do whatever you want. And guess what? In my own place, I get to do what I want. But when we interact in society, society decides what's right and what's wrong. So we're not supposed to throw trash on the ground. And if we do, our neighbor is going to come to us and say, hey, I really would appreciate it if you wouldn't throw trash on the ground. Now, here's the thing. I can still say F you. Your argument is really simple. You're you're saying that because you're saying that because we have a government, therefore we're not free. That's really that's really what you're saying. No, I'm not. I'm saying we have a repressive government. Real true freedom would allow more people to get rich because they could do things without restraint. I did enjoy this. Like it, it wasn't I mean, I I realize it was a bit negative, but like I had fun. I did. I'm acknowledging the possibility. Sorry. Well, okay. I mean, you think it's a negative. I don't think it's negative. Yeah, but I, I did. I, but I, I do appreciate the opportunity as always. You know that. Well, dude, here's the thing. Again, I don't hold any of that no, against no, no, you, and no. I hope you don't hold any of it against me. It's that's the problem right there. That one thing would be what I would define as the major problem in society. People have a disagreement about something, and suddenly they fracture apart, right? And they're no longer friends. That's a bad thing because. We could probably have a conversation about 50 topics and we might find five that we completely disagree on, but we agree, mostly agree on the other 45. That means we're probably friends because we mostly agree. It's okay to disagree. And I know you agree with that because we've it's disagreed not, before easy, and we're still it. here and we're still talking. To <laughs> well, you know, it's just what frustrates me with people and not just you, <laughs> you did frustrate me for this reason is. Stating things as stating opinions as though they're facts. Facts and opinions are very different things. And you, you know, I'm gonna put it to you this way. You could very well be right. Maybe we are free, but you gotta prove it. And by the way, seriously, because I don't want you to get in trouble, look it up. If a police officer tells you they're detaining you, you cannot leave. It's that but, simple. But you, it, it's the yeah, truth. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting discussion. Yeah. Made me a little tired. So Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.